Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for joining us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on uh, on Twitter, where I mean the whole world goes for all their pertinent information. That and YouTube, and of course uh, both of them heavily censoring anybody on the right. I, to my knowledge, I, I don't I don't remember seeing any stories of YouTube shutting down people uh, who have opinions that uh, exist on the left. And on the occasion that they do, they quickly uh, reestablish connection. Yeah. 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 And now YouTube is just banning anything they disagree with about the, uh, about the vaccines. Mm-hmm. Anything that goes against uh, the prevailing opinion of the left is just, just going to be censored on YouTube now. So we got that going for us. Uh, that's that's perfect. Now this is they're censoring the same people who, in large part, made them what they are today. These are the people who were begged to come here and create your content right here. Yeah, it's you can you can freely do whatever you want. You know, within reason. We don't want nudity necessarily, but uh, anything else pretty much goes. Go for it. And so they thrived and uh, became billionaires because people created content for them. Now, and now that now that they have they've made their fortune, now their ideology is more important uh, than their content providers. So now I'm sorry if you have any opinion that's right of them. Yeah, we're just gonna take that down. Sorry. Actually, we're not even sorry. <laughs> so, uh. I don't know. I just I, I don't know how we get a grip on this social media thing. Well, it's a private business. They can do what they want. Mm, not really. Not really. And we've discussed that whole thing. So <laughs> agonizing. It's just it's agonizing. By the way, the GOP eked out a win in the return of congressional uh, the congressional baseball game. Oh, good. I'm glad they're playing that again. Yes, me too. Because there's nothing else going on right nope. now that you know I demands their attention. I, I personally can't think of anything else <laughs> that's happening in the world. No, there's nothing going on. We have plenty of time for a baseball game. Uh, so Republicans got their third win in 13 years in the annual congressional baseball game, beating the Democrats 13 to 12. How did the Democrats win 10 of the last 12 games? I Commies don't, don't play baseball. That makes no sense at all. I know. The annual bipartisan fundraiser, which was canceled last year, of course, because of COVID-19, marked a moment of levity in the midst of an intense week on Capitol Hill as Democrats worked to pass the big economic agenda. What a great win, said Steve Scalise, who uh, was almost killed mm. in the game a couple of years ago. Well, the practice, yeah. Yeah, the practice, right. Uh, what was that? When did that happen? Was that 2017? Yeah. I'm was it sure. four years ago now? Yeah, I think so. Wow. That's amazing. Or 18, I don't know. So. Yeah, so yeah, anyway. and, and Biden showed up there because he's got oh. past his bedtime. I'm oh, surprised good. that he yeah. made it there. I am too. Mm. 
President Biden making an appearance here. Look at that C-SPAN broadcasting a baseball game. That's what's so funny. Speaker Pelosi and Majority Leader Chuck Schumer just a little while ago. They've got a heck of a crowd there. Do we, we know what the attendance was at this thing? I'll check. Yeah. Hi. Hi. My name's Joe. I'm, I think, but a good soccer game. This is a good game of oh, they, beautiful sport. They inducted the old man into the uh, Congressional Baseball Hall of Fame. Biden? Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, no wonder he showed up. Let me ask you this. Is there any chance you would attend, if you lived in the D.C. area, you would attend the Congressional Baseball game? And it's just, it's softball, right? They're just, it's slow-pitch softball. No. No, oh, not at really? all. Really? Yeah. It's actual fast-pitch baseball? Yeah, Ron Paul was a hero in that game. Oh, Absolutely. Wow. In fact, uh, as you're asking, um, wow. let's see the home run that was hit last night by the GOP. All right. Watch Congrats, the... we're trying to get caught up. Wow, Hello. this is a long Greg Stubbe with Hello. the and the first swing is going to be a home run. <laughs> Stubbe out of the ballpark. Oh, into great. the left field bleachers. Wow. Stubby with the very first offering from Pete Aguilar swings and sends it to left field and out. Yeah, he did. While everybody's milling with the president, they played baseball and Stubby <laughs> wants to bring the attention back to the field. That was the difference in the game, too. 13 12, final huh. score. GOP takes the Democrats. <sighs> that was a barn burner, that one. Sure was. A lot of back and forth. <laughs> it was uh, a crazy contest, Pat. And apparently, Nancy Pelosi was on the. On the phone most of the time. Yeah, I mean, I think she's you know working to to spend more of our money and right raise the debt ceiling and uh, right. make sure the government doesn't shut down. Man, the government's so not gonna shut down. I, so close to having it shut down tonight. The fake panic over this every time is just asinine. It's ridiculous. Whose agenda was she working on? I think we found that out the other day. Oh, uh, she was. She was talking about the agenda that she's trying to push through. Okay, what's this? Keep government open. We intend, we have to do those imminently, uh, and more imminently even, uh, to address yeah. the full Obama agenda uh -oh. of building oh back better. Huh. With, and I building love to back say, better. building back better. With the Obama agenda. A little Freudian slip there. She's gone too, man. <laughs> yes, she is. Well, My she's word. 80, right? I believe At she's... Least. At least 80, maybe 81. Uh, 81. Wow. Oh, did you see, though, that... Uh, who is it that uh, is running for uh, Senate? Was it Chuck Grassley? And he's going to be 96 if he wins uh, during his term. Wow. At the end of his term. Wow. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Grassley. Jeez. <laughs> Spry. Yeah. <clears throat> this is why we need term limits, because we... <clears throat> The other term limit that we actually do have, called an election, <laughs> that, that's not working to limit these people. If they've been in office and they're the incumbent and you don't have any, you know, they haven't killed anybody, you're going you're to vote for them. Maybe even if they have killed somebody. I was going to say Ted Kennedy still, yeah. hung around for a long time. Right. <laughs> right. I don't know that one has to do with the other and what, how you set it up, but uh, mm -hmm. that's what came to but mind. But Democrats didn't even care. Mm -mm. Ah, what? He only killed one woman, right, right. that we know of. So, that's not that bad. <laughs> uh, yesterday, General Mark Milley, chairman of the U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff, conceded in a stark admission that the U.S. lost the war in Afghanistan. 
Uh, I personally disagree with that. We left. And then, you know, so if you, like, leave the baseball field and uh, they're not playing against you anymore. They didn't beat you, right? You left. Anyway, it's clear, he said. (laughs) It is obvious to all of us that the war in Afghanistan did not end on the terms we wanted with the Taliban in power in Kabul. The war was a strategic failure. It wasn't lost in the last 20 days or even 20 months. There's a cumulative effect to a series of strategic decisions that go way back. Hmm. Well, I believe that part of it. Uh, I believe that they they screwed up many times along the way. We should have won that thing and gotten the heck out 18 years ago. Yeah. I mean, remember being frustrated when uh, Bush... We were waiting for shock and awe. Yeah. Or that was a right. was that Iraq? Where was that? Anyway, it never came, wherever it was. Never you know, the, he said it, was, it came, but none of us were shocked yeah. or awed yeah. by it. Like I said, man, back in gosh, I don't know, a couple years into it, when I heard that we had sights on a gathering of Taliban at a funeral and we didn't take the shots because the attorneys mm-hmm. thought it wouldn't play well internationally. Yeah. So that's what are we doing there? And then, in, on the other hand, then what they did do is take a shot when they shouldn't have. Uh, yeah. At, yeah. A, at, you know, it completely missed any terrorists uh, yeah. and completely killed an innocent family of 10. So, I mean, when Democrats are in charge, well, or these Republicans in name only, too, uh, things just don't go well. And now, yesterday, Representative Marsha Blackburn asked General Milley about his recent book interviews that he's been doing. General Milley, um, yes or no to this. Did you talk to Bob Woodard or Robert Costa for their book, Peril? Woodward, yes. Costa, no. Did you talk to Carol Leonick and Philip Rucker for their book, Alone, Can I Fix It? Yes. Did you talk mm. to Michael Bender for his book, book is frankly, we did win this election, the inside story of how Trump lost. Yes, yes. <laughs> And were you accurately wow. represented in these books? I haven't read any of the books, so I don't know. I've, I've seen press know. reporting of it. I, okay. I haven't read the books. Uh, so. Let's have you read the books and then let us know if you are accurately <laughs> presented Absolutely. and portrayed. Yeah. Yeah. Senator Blackburn, sure. we're, we're uh, adhering to the five-minute rule. <laughs> he's been busy. Yeah, he has. Wow, he's collaborated on a lot of books, hasn't he? Uh, all anti-Trump, I'm sure. I, well, I that last one, yeah. yeah. That last one, I, that title alone. Jeez. Man. Uh, also, Representative Matt Gates had some uh, feelings as well. <laughs> you really blew that call, didn't you, General? <laughs> Uh-oh. I believe that that was a issue of strategic stalemate and that if we had remained in Afghanistan... Uh, with the advisory levels of effort than the government of Afghanistan. Well, that's, that's an interesting Afghan answer to a Security question. Forces. It's just not one I asked. Mm. You spent more time with Bob Woodward <laughs> on this book than you spent analyzing the very likely prospect that the Afghanistan government was going to fall immediately to the Taliban, didn't you? Not even close, Congressman. Oh, really? Because you said right after Kabul fell that no one could have anticipated the immediate fall of the Ghani government. (laughs) When did you become aware that Joe Biden tried to get Ghani to lie about the conditions in Afghanistan? Uh He did that in July. Did you know that right away? I'm not aware of what President Biden... You're not aware of the phone call that Biden had with Ghani where he said, whether it is true or not, 
We want you to go out there and paint a rosy picture of what's going on in Afghanistan. You're the chief military advisor to the president. You said that the Taliban was not going to defeat the government of Afghanistan militarily, which, by the way, they cut through him like a hot knife through butter. And then the president tries to get Ghani to lie. When did you become aware of that attempt? Well, there's two things there, Congressman, if, if I may. One is what I said was the situation was stalemate. And if we kept advisors with there, the government of Afghanistan and the army would have still been there. That's what I said. Whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. But it seems wrong now. With well, the Taliban we withdrew all the advice. We withdrew all the advice. Secretary Austin, are you capable of assessing whether another has the will to fight? Hmm. No, we're not. And uh, that's the point that the chairman made earlier. No. That's just like an incredibly disappointing thing for the Secretary of Defense to simply say, I can't assess whether someone has the will to fight, but it is consistent with your record. I mean, mm -hmm. during the Obama administration, I think they gave you about $48 million to go train up some folks in Syria to go take on the Assad government. And I think your testimony was that only four or five survived first contact with the enemy. Oh, my God. So what confidence should this committee have in you or wow. should the country have in you when you've now confessed to us? And whether it's the swing and a, and a miss in Afghanistan that General Milley talked to the Senate about yesterday, total failure or whether it was your failures in Syria, you don't seem capable to look at a fighting force mm. and determine whether or not they have the will. Well, Is recall, that an embarrassing thing? recall, Congressman, that uh, mm -hmm. the end result was a, a, uh, uh, the SDF that we stood up that was very, very instrumental in turning the, the, the tide of, uh, of, of battle up in Syria. Mm. Oh, yeah. Turn, turned it so much, you've got Assad in power in Syria, you've got the Taliban <laughs> in power in Afghanistan. I mean... Where have you been? The focus was the focus was <laughs> ISIS, Congressman, and we and and those forces uh, had significant uh, mm -hmm. effect on on the well, ISIS it, network. It, it mm. just seems like you're chronically bad at this. And <laughs> you have admitted it that, does. I guess, which is it really does to your credit. But you know when when people in the military, like <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, stand up and demand accountability. When they say that you all screwed up, when they point out that General Milley's statement that the Tal you know, that, that the government of Afghanistan is not going to get defeated by the Taliban, well, he ends up in the brig. And you all end up in front of us, mm. and your former employer Raytheon ends up with mm. a lot of money, mm. and we have poured cash <laughs> and blood and credibility into a Ghani government that was a mirage. It fell immediately. And while the guy sitting next to you was <laughs> off, you know, talking to Phil Rucker and was off doing his thing with Bob Woodward. <laughs> We were buying into the big lie, the big lie that this, that this was ever going to be successful and that we could ever rely uh, on the Afghanistan government for anything at all. You know, General Mill, you kind of gave wow. up the game earlier when you said you wanted to address elements <laughs> of your personal stop. conduct that were in question. <laughs> it's all good. We're I not know. questioning your personal conduct. We're questioning in your official capacity going and undermining the chain of command, which is obviously Calling what you China. did. You, you've created this whole chain of command. Did not undermine the chain narrative. of command in, in yeah, you did. You absolutely did. And it, <laughs> did not. Well, you know what? You said yesterday that you weren't going to resign when senators asked you this uh -huh. question. Uh -huh. And I believe that you guys probably won't resign. You seem to be very happy failing up over there. <laughs> but if we didn't have a president that was so addled you all would be fired yep. because that is what you deserve. You have let down the people who wear the uniform in my district and all around this country, and you're far more interested in what your perception is and how people think about you in insider Washington books than you care about winning. Wow. This group has is incapable expired. of doing. Nice. Mr. Lohan is recognized.
Wow, what a beatdown. I mean, seriously. What an incredible beatdown. Because we'll watch these clips and we'll say, hey, take mm. this part to this part. No, no. You can have the entire four minutes and 55 seconds of a butt kicking right there. Wow. <laughs> nice job, man. He was right on point, eloquent. He, you, How do you dispute anything he said? You can't. It was all factual. Yeah, and he had an. I love it when they have an answer for everything. I do too. <laughs> Man, that oh was, yeah, you want to do that? Okay, well then, what about this? That was great, really good. <laughs> uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you uh, about Tommy John. You know, fall uh, can be chaos uh, for you in your pants. Whoa, uh, you're overheating <laughs> one second and freezing the next. So to be ready for anything, you need underwear that can handle everything. Right? So that's why it's time for Tommy John underwear. When you start off your day wearing Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. I mean, it just really helps, especially when it's not going to ride up and, you know, they got the the guarantee that it won't. So comfortable. So comfortable. The most comfortable you're ever going to wear. They're breathable, lightweight, moisture wicking fabric, four times the stretch of competing brands. Really, really comfortable. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. 16 million pairs sold. Uh, People who absolutely love this product. The underwear is great. The loungewear is great. You're absolutely going to love it and get your money's worth. And right now you can get 20% off your first order when you go to TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. That's TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed for 20% off. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Talking about the uh, the hoax that we have to go through. It seems every year, certainly, uh, and sometimes a couple of times a year, with this uh, debt ceiling situation, because the looming federal government shutdown would be catastrophic. So Democrats in Congress said yesterday they have a resolution to keep the federal government funded and avoid a shutdown that would begin at midnight tonight. So that means uh, it's been separated from a more contentious effort to suspend the debt ceiling. Mm -hmm. So they're going to just say, hey, there's never a ceiling. We don't have to worry about uh, ever uh, tightening our belts or uh, working with a budget. We don't ever have to worry about it. Clowns. That's unbelievable. The resolution would pay for the government to keep operating through December. This is what they do. Just kick it down the road. Just don't even kick it down the road. Democrats initially tied the funding measure to a bill to suspend the debt ceiling until next year, which Republicans have nearly universally opposed. If the debt ceiling isn't suspended or raised by the middle of October, the U.S. could begin to default on some of its debt. That's not going to, they're not going to allow it. It can't get to that point. Yeah. They're just not going to do that. I mean, we've already had our credit rating downgraded in recent years, right? Yeah. So uh, uh-huh. this is good, though. Right. We're stable, stable. Stable. Uh, yes. Freedom-loving. Right. Um, superpower, <coughs> if superpower. you will. Yeah. That's what we are. <clears throat> economic superpower. The greatest economic engine on this planet. That's so, all. So it sounds like that the uh, Republicans and the Democrats are... Uh, 
going to get things worked out today. What a surprise um, that will be. Surprise! Put us into more debt and uh, keep <laughs> on going. It's all theater because they can't let it happen. You know, they can't let the United States start defaulting on debt. That just can't happen. Uh, it would be catastrophic. And that's what they warn us about every single time. But they want us to get all up in arms every single time so, so that we'll tell the Republicans, just give in. It's it's too scary. Just give in. Take away the debt ceiling. So if we default, <clears throat> do we get mm-hmm. a new government out of the deal? <laughs> yeah. No. Unfortunately, that's uh, that's not the way that works. Shut it down, boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, when will gas prices go down? Nobody knows. <laughs> Never a clock. <clears throat> but... Uh, that's certainly taking a toll on the finances of middle and lower income families. Gas prices in the U.S. have gone up significantly in 2021, like over a dollar a gallon, right? Uh, so when will the prices go down? Yeah, again, nobody knows. They've been going up and amid the rise in crude oil prices. Brent crude oil is back above 80 bucks a barrel. Wow. WTI prices are trading near $76 per barrel. Uh, WTI crude oil prices are currently trading at a th- at three-year highs, and consumers are feeling the pinch. Higher fuel and food prices have pushed up U.S. inflation, of course. The core inflation is at 4%, uh, while the CPI was 5.3% last month. Mm. And again, we're lucky it's it's that low, because if they weren't artificially keeping things together right now and they can't do this forever but if they stopped printing money um wow so the price of oil you said it's over 80 <clears throat> mm-hmm. 80 bucks a barrel i was just looking up something here and i stumbled on an old tweet of mine from april of 2020 and the price of oil was below zero dollars remember that when it cost oh, more yeah. because of the pandemic and stuff right. oh my goodness Wow. How quickly things have changed in a year and a half, man. Turned around completely. <laughs> what a pendulum swing. Mm. That's why it costs, again, for my tank, like $74 to fill up right now. <sighs> 74 bucks a week. That's outrageous. God, yeah. And, and it hurts. And, and then you talk about people who have to pay tolls on top of that <laughs> in New York City. Yeah. And wherever else, you know, you have to... In, in New York, it can be really expensive to pay those tolls. And then you get to pay the price of parking your car uh, at some garage in, in Manhattan. So I really feel for people. I feel your pain in Manhattan. If you drive to work, you should probably stop doing that. Maybe take transit, mass transit. Mm. Although I hated on the days when I took transit, the train, I hated being... At the mercy of the of the train schedule. Oh, you didn't like New Jersey Transit? <laughs> no, I did oh, not. So good, right? No, I didn't like that. Oh my! Yeah, that was before manspreading was a word too. Yeah, you just kind of yeah, you just sit really wide, and you're just like, oh, it has nothing to do with being a man. It has the fact that I don't want anybody sitting near me, so I'm gonna make it look like no, I need There's all no this room. space. There's oh. just no room here. And I got so. my bag here. I didn't mm-hmm. realize there was a floor I could have put it. Oh, there's a. Oh, you say there's a thing up there, too? Hmm. I didn't know that. Didn't sorry. see it. Didn't Shoot. see it there. <laughs> Boy, I, you know, I just feel sorry. You could have stopped right there. I just feel sorry if you live in New York. Yeah. Full stop. <laughs> yes. Hmm. And apparently we're going to ha- have to get used to this stuff because uh, they say until at least the end of the year, the, <laughs> the inflation is going to continue. 
Uh, so get used to paying more for food, gas, cars, goods and services. <laughs> everything. Uh, everything. Oh, you know what? Oh, where is that? Uh, there's like a... Do we have the inflation little uh, <clears throat> thing there with the dials, Rob? You know, the little circles? It looks like U.S. This. inflation pressure? Yeah, look at this thing. Who got that? I don't know. I forgot to ask for that one today. Oh. Yeah, shoot. It shows the consumer price index is there. up to five. That's the recent peak. Okay. And then the next uh, square is the core consumer price index minus food and energy, and that's still at four. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a, this, if you're listening, this is a one to five uh, risk category for all of these. So we've got we got a five and a four. Then we have the personal consumption expenditures, and that's at a four hmm. out of five. And then the risk for the personal consumption expenditures index minus food and energy is at a three. So now, no but, matter how you look at right, it. But, but look at this, though. On each of these, the 10-year average mm-hmm. and where the Fed wants to be, it's all in the one category. The 10-year average of all of these Jeez. is a one we're in a five four four three. Oh, help us! <laughs> yep, it's not good, man. Seriously, he's brought us back the Joe Joe Biden has brought back the Jimmy Carter days to about the tenth power. Yeah. So congratulations, America. Uh, thank you for voting for this guy. Eighty-one million of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. That's right. Eighty-one million, the most ever. Because he's so beloved. So Am I right? Beloved. And nobody's more beloved than Joe Robinette Biden. So I'm just I'm just grateful that, that America really wised up. You know, he was in Washington for fifty plus years <laughs> and we finally said, you know what? We're gonna give this guy a try. Mm-hmm. We've loved him so much for mm-hmm. fifty years that we really wanna show him. He's been so effective how in all that time. Yeah. Loved. Uh, Also, shipping is delayed everywhere. um, And you can blame the California ports because they don't have any employees there right now to unload unload ships. Uh, The unemployment benefits are such that in California, nobody wants to go back to work. They're making less money if they work than if they sit at home and watch Netflix. I mean... A lot of people are going to choose that if given the choice. Hey, you want to stay home and do whatever you want and make more money than you would if you went back to work? Uh, let me think yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we got this uh, this shipping chart right now. Do we have that one as uh, oh my we can show? No, Some, so there Somebody you go. sent this to <clears throat> us. A little bit backed up there in California. Oh, my. Just a tad backed oh, up. Oh, no. And all along <clears throat> the East Coast as well. As you can see, um, look at look at how they're in the harbor there. Like, yeah, at the port. I mean. They're just jammed in there. Wow. Do we have the picture from I don't know how many feet out? Oh gosh, look at that. That's uh, wow. That's fun. Um, it really puts into perspective. Look right. Look at that right there. Just they're just lined up there. Yep. Uh, you can't even make your way around them. Yeah. It's so backed up. And and if you look at that, you know it just. It doesn't look like much going on there. But go back to that ship. Uh, that was a great picture you have, Rob, of all of the... I mean, it, that really puts it into perspective of how many tractor trailers are represented by those, you know? Oh, yeah. Because that's what those are. Yeah, because look at the size of that thing. It's gigantic. Cool. 
gigantic. And then so when it gets to port, then you unload it and you put it on trucks and you drive them uh, to their destination. Well, there's no truck drivers either. I mean, there are some, obviously. But they're having a huge shortage now of people who can drive the trucks. So you can't, you don't have people unloading the ships. You don't have people driving the trucks. Uh, and if you did have people driving the trucks, uh, when they stop in at a rest stop, uh, maybe to get a something to eat along the way, the restaurants are closed because they don't have employees. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. And remember, was it the Obama era when they made truckers like stop for however many hours? I know a ton of truckers listen to this show, and hopefully you'll tweet at me. But what is the ratio? Like, you have to stop and sleep or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I think, yes. Yeah. Maybe somebody can fill us in on that. Man. I, I think we also have the uh, the photo of the uh, sign that says the employee shortage. Oh, gosh. Sign, sign, everywhere a sign. <laughs> this sign, the employee shortage is so bad. How that bad long is it? Well, the, it's so bad that long-haired <laughs> freaky people can now apply. <laughs> yes. And, of course, from the five-man electrical band song. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> so good. Long-haired, freaky people need not apply. Well, now they can. Now they can. Now that's I mean, how that, hard up that's we are. That's how desperate. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So maybe there's hope now for yeah some folks that couldn't get a job in the past. Now, now there's avenues open to them. Uh, appreciate uh, Pathead Turk sending <sighs> us that sign. Yeah, that's fun. Stuff. I don't. I don't know what town that's in, but uh, any town clever. USA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More Packer Unleashed coming up. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. About 23% haven't gotten any shots. Wow, those bastards. And that, uh, that distinct minority is causing mm-hmm. an awful lot of us, uh, yeah. uh, an awful lot of damage for the rest of the country. A lot of damage. This is people. a pandemic of um, the unvaccinated. Thank you. That's why I'm moving yeah. forward with vaccination requirements wherever I can. That's why he's doing it. Okay, because you stinking unvaccinated people won't comply. So if you won't comply, yeah, he has to make you comply. Come at me, old man. He's coming at you. He's coming at you, whippersnapper. If you won't comply, then everybody will die. Okay. Came up with a little rhyme. That was good, Joe. Like... Bill Wadsworth, if long feller hmm. guy, the guy who does poems. Yeah, that's good. You know, that's good that guy. That's good hit reference there, Joseph Robinette. <laughs> it's great to see the great divide continuing, mm-hmm. isn't it? You know, the uh, the the big uniter of oh, yeah. the United States of America continuing to blame unvaccinated people for this pandemic. I'm sorry. How many vaccinated people have gotten the the, the coronavirus? Virus? Lots. A lot. Don't tell me this is an unvaccinated pandemic. That's bull crap. We got over 70%, I believe now, are fully vaccinated. Something like 70... Well, that's where he gets a 23% figure. Yeah. 77% are at least partially vaccinated. Correct. 77%! That's stunning. And that should be it. We should be fine with that. That should be leave me alone time. Yes. <laughs> Between that number and the number of people who've already gotten COVID-19, you got to be in the mid to upper 80s. Yeah, but we got to get to 98%. Yeah, we're not going to get to 98%. Well, the old man says 98%. I know, I know it. Old ass bum in there. I know it. 
But we're not getting there. And everybody knows that. They know they're not going to get 98% of the American people uh, to line up like sheep and get this stupid vaccine. They're not going to. Uh, 888-933-93. The Steve42 tweeted, uh, correction, Nancy Pelosi is not 81, 81 years old. She's undead. That's that's a good way to look at it. I wonder how, <laughs> wonder how Joe feels about old Nancy calling out another president's name. Uh, yeah. Earlier. I don't know. Hmm. Jimmy Dimples, C-SPAN broadcasting a baseball game? Why not? Today's <laughs> ESPN broad, broadcast politics. That is awesome. Great point. Really good. Sarah tweets, uh, I didn't see a mask on Biden at that congressional baseball game or social distancing. Hmm. Yeah, that's... Yeah, but they... You keep forgetting, Sarah. What's that? They're the elite. They don't have to... You know, that's, that's not for them. Okay. All these edicts and requirements, that's for us, the little people. Nice. The elite people don't... They don't have that. They don't need to do that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, your kids are in school wearing masks all day. Mm-hmm. In many parts of the country, mm-hmm. I I don't see Joe Biden and his buddies. Uh, never, I just... they're never. When the camera's not on, and sometimes even when it is, uh, they don't have masks on. It's enraging. The only time they do it is for show. That's the only time. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. We asked about uh, truckers. Uh-huh. We got a billion truckers on the line <laughs> to tell us about some of the requirements cool. and what's going on there. Uh, Ron in Indiana. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hi, morning. Hey, morning. Um, just wanted to reiterate my stance on term limits. All this, all this mess can be straightened up really quick. And I'm starting to hear more about term limits, flat taxes, and um, lose your pay clauses in their court systems. Mm-hmm. It's worked in all the other countries where it's been done, and uh, I'm really hoping that out of this badness here and this hideous, hideous, hideous mess. That will come out with some sort of a flat tax and a, and a loser pay clause. And yeah. also, the most important thing is term limits. I, yeah. I swear to you, but this this would not happen if we had term limits. Everybody says, well, it's... A, You're right. It's not a, no, 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 no. they got to right. be down there enough to know somebody. And if they don't know them, they're not going to have anything to do with them. Appreciate it. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, it's when they've been in office for 20, 30, 40 years. And they, you know, they got that buddy system going now. And they all go get along to they go along to get along. That's what happens. The other thing that needs to happen, in addition to a flat tax, which would be awesome. I don't know that you can ever do it with this equality crap. Because if everybody pays fifteen percent, then that means I pay the exact same amount of money as Jeff Bezos does. And that's not fair. Mm, now, if you're paying fifteen percent of your salary, and he's paying 15% of his, I guarantee that's not the same amount of money that you're paying. But, you know, we've been so indoctrinated now, and our kids are so indoctrinated in the school system that it's hard to get people off of that theory that, uh, yeah, that's not fair. It's it, They need to pay their fair share, which is more, of course, more than... Uh, and they already think that they're getting by scot-free. Uh, the middle class in this country thinks that that they're wealthy. Don't pay any any taxes at all. Yeah, I'd like to visit that number though. If uh, are you married to the fifteen percent number, or are you just throwing that out? No, there? I'm just throwing okay, it out cool. there. Okay, cool. All right. Because remember, Herman Cain had his nine 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 plan, huh? Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do remember that. 
If ten ten percent is enough, sweet. if ten percent is enough for God, right? Nine percent is enough for the government. Yes, of course they think they're God, so <laughs> yep. maybe we'll give them ten just to get them to shut up. That would be great, uh, but I don't, I don't know that that can ever happen. But in addition to that, and term limits, uh, the other thing we need to do, I, I'll say this till the day I drop dead, we need to get these these Congress people back in their district. Mm. answerable to their constituents. Yeah. Stop with the Washington, D.C. crap. In this day and age, we don't need to do that. If the pandemic showed us anything, it's that anybody practically could work from home. Yes. Like you and guys they did. in Congress. And they did during the pandemic. Do it again, just permanently. And be answerable to the people that uh, you live around. Then things would change. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. When you're not just... Uh, cavorting with all of your colleagues in Washington, D.C., and there's none of your constituents around, and you don't have to answer the phone. It's not you. It's one of your underlings who are answering the phone. You don't have to open your email. You're not doing any of that. You're not in contact with people. So you think that uh, you're untouchable, and you vote however you please. Well, that would change a lot if you were in your own district. That would change a lot. Yeah, make them so they have to show up at that office building. Yes. Right. Yeah. Every I day. It. I love it. Every day. Let's do this. Uh, it would change. It would change the world. Uh, Wes in Oklahoma. Hi, you're on the blaze. Good morning, Pat. Good morning, morning Keith. Hey, mm-hmm. guys. Beautiful show, like always. Thank you. Thank you. Gives us something to do. <laughs> Informs us. Yeah. <laughs> I know you stay busy without it. it. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> so what's up? Anyway, yeah. Well, um, you ask about hours of service and. Just so happens back uh, when Jeffy was filling in for Christmas one time, I got to come on and, and speak about the hours of service, and I'm ready to do it again. Uh, what questions do you guys have about uh, truckers' hours of service? I'm, I'm here at your beck and call. How many hours can you drive before you have to uh, stop and rest? Okay, um, we're allowed 11 hours in a 14-hour period, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we have to take a 30-minute break somewhere before the 8-hour mark. And if you mess up and take it earlier in the day, guess what? You got to take another one before you hit another eight hours. And how do they know if you do that? Because we have electronic logs, we can't get away with anything anymore. Wow! Today's a fun, a fun truck, and our way gone. I mean, uh-huh. still few, <laughs> there's still a, a few companies that are on papers. We call it, uh-huh. but they're few and far between, and they'll they'll figure some way to warm them out. Hey, uh, hang on, eventually. Wes. Hold on, I've got two questions here. Yes, sir. How is this electronic monitoring? Like, through what kind of device are you referring to? Okay, there's there's several different models. My company uses what's called a PeopleNet, but there's also like um, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I used one for years. It just went out of my mind. But there's there's a couple of different ones, and some mm-hmm. of them actually allow you to do uh, download an app on your phone. I'm not familiar with those at all. I mean, is it watching you? Is it a camera or what is this? No, no, uh, uh, no. There's a different device that does that. In some companies. Um, mm. No, what this does is uh, it's hooked up to. Uh, uh, electronics in your truck because we've got like 40 computers in these trucks now just to get them down the road um and uh it monitors your speed uh gps um wow a lot of work off the cell cell phone towers uh some of them actually work off satellite okay but it just constantly monitors and and lets them when you're moving my second question is how do they know if you're actually asleep or do they they don't, okay. unless it's one of those that has the camera that monitors yes. you. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're going to get to that. I mean, do you All guys right. even talk on the CB radio anymore? I mean, is Channel 19 still a thing? <laughs> yes and no. I, <laughs> oh, I quit. no. 
I, I quit worrying about a CB years ago because uh, it got to the point that uh, the, the the big radios, uh, especially a lot of the bases, base radios that were putting out thousands of watts, uh, you couldn't talk. Uh, you couldn't, and, and there would be so much traffic. You yeah. and, and there's so many people out there just being jerks that just didn't just mm. want to keep people from talking. Uh-huh. And so uh, and then just the fights, the CB Rambo's, the fights and all that. So I kind of got where I just didn't do anything anymore on on the radio. Oh no! And uh, mm. I've got one in here, but my coax is bad, and uh, mm. I keep saying I'm going to go down and get new coax put in and everything. But uh, with cell phones and stuff, it's right. you know, mm. yeah. So now I would like to have it working because it's very handy, especially uh, you know if you're coming up on a accident, you you can find out what's going on because there still are some guys out here. I got I got a friend that's religious. He his is on if he's in the truck. Uh huh. Do you still warn each other when the fuzz is up ahead? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well right. for the ones that have CBs, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, Wes. Appreciate it. That's I grew a lot up of in great the info. South, man. I grew up in the South talking on the C B radio. I hate to hear it's dying out, man. Breaker one nine, breaker one nine. Smokey on your ten. Smokey on your was yeah. it? Would he be on your ten? Yeah. Oh, does that? Ten. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I but, forget. I forget the really. What was cool, your? Uh, the I, really, I the really hip uh, CB lingo. Yeah. Um, I don't remember it as well as I probably. I should. bet your uh, your <clears throat> uh, what, what was your handle? I'm sure you got on the CB uh, radio handle, all the time, I, right? No, I no, I did not. Huh? No, I sure didn't. That's too bad. I, yeah. I I was Black Dog after my favorite Led Zeppelin song. Were you? Yeah. Nice. So those were good days, man. Talking <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think that was uh, that was good information. Let's yeah. See if Paul has anything different for us. Hey, Paul in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hey, buddy, what's up? You're. Go ahead. Oh, well, thank you. I'm sitting north of Tampa and stopped, or not Tampa, but uh, Atlanta and stopped traffic. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, so. So I can walk you through the whole process. You got 14 hours that you can work. You can extend that 14 hours to 16 hours. If and by the way, if there's any truck drivers out there that I get this wrong, please say something. Uh, you can extend it to 16 hours if you do what's called a split sleeper berth. They have two different split, three different split sleeper berths. There's a three seven, uh, a five five, and an eight two. And what that means is you go into the sleeper berth. Uh, there's four different things on your log. You've got a uh, you got on duty. You've got sleeper berth, you've got off-duty, and you got drive. You cannot change the drive unless you work for an awesome company like I do, mm. and they can adjust some things on your log. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we won't tell yeah. the name of the company. Sometimes you can get away with some stuff. There, there's mm. leeways around some of these things. But, um, but after you work so a long shift, do you, have to, do you have to sleep for 10 hours? Well, if you do a split sleeper berth, that, that would be I took uh, – I drove five hours – and I sat in a shipper for six hours. Okay, well, that would constitute the 5-5 five, five splits. Hmm. So I extended my work day by two hours, which gives me 16 hours, and I still have six hours on my drive clock. Okay. You, you can't drive any more than 11 hours. Right. Okay, so... Right. Um, which kind of makes sense, because it probably else. gets dangerous after that amount of time, right? Well, I mean, you don't want to get, yeah. you don't want to fall asleep I mean, I've as it. Twenty as a, hours before, it's pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. Wow, and you're sitting in traffic right now, north of Atlanta. What, what's your exact uh, twenty there, Paul? <laughs> 
good All buddy. Right, 260. <laughs> Wait, wh- where are you? No, no, no. We, we don't do good buddies. Okay? Yeah, no, do we, good no, buddy you don't anymore. do good buddy. I was okay. letting that go. I was letting that go. Paul's not letting it go. No, where are you right now, North of Atlanta? You're in my old stomping grounds. I know you're sitting on I-75 or 285 right now. <laughs> Uh, 75 South. I'm getting on 285 here in two miles. <laughs> You're in the thick of it. All right. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. the info. Triple eight nine hundred I'm just glad I don't do it. Man, I couldn't. Uh, right. God bless them. Not do My that. gosh. I mean, the truckers and, and you guys listening right now, sincerely. Yeah. Thank you for what you do. You don't make enough money. Oh, my gosh. You need to, you need to make more. There would be Because every time, store. every time this kind of stuff comes mm-hmm. up. And it hasn't come up very often because they're so good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And our supply chain has been pretty flawless and smooth. But then you throw a monkey wrench into it like a pandemic and you realize, oh, my gosh. Or you throw a monkey wrench into it like a labor shortage and then you realize how important truckers are. Yeah, don't cut off truck drivers, y'all. Yeah, they're the ones who get get our food to the grocery store. Seriously. What do you think is going to be on the shelves if we don't have truckers driving uh, all the goods and services there? I mean... It's it's a rude awakening when uh, truckers aren't able to get their get their uh, uh, supplies to their destinations. Mm-hmm. Then America suffers, and it, we've seen how fast it can happen too. We all take this stuff for granted, and now I think it's going to be a little different after this because we understand that everything can go south in about a day, two days. Civilization breaks down after about three days of a hardship. And uh, then you see what goes awry. Then you got looting, rioting, unrest. Yeah, but you're not describing America I know and love. I've never heard of such a thing here. No? You haven't? No. So, I mean, you're talking hypotheticals? Yeah. No, it is mm-hmm. It is so scary how we are just on the edge, razor's edge every day in this country. Yep. So much. The margin is so, so thin. Yep. <sighs> got an Antifa member who is charged with shooting... An anti-vaxxer in Washington, somebody who didn't want a a vaccine, I guess. Antifa member with a long history of posting far-left extremist content online has been arrested and charged with the shooting of a guy who uh, hadn't been vaccinated in Olympia, Washington. So you hold a protest because you don't want to get vaccinated, Mm -hmm. and Antifa shows up and shoots you? That seems... yeah, apparently a couple dozen Antifa from around the Pacific Northwest traveled to the Washington State Capitol building to try to shut down mm-hmm. an anti-COVID vaccine mandate protest. Mm-hmm. The black-clad group was met by the rally's volunteer right-wing security, who included Proud Boys members. When the Antifa group ran into the intercity transit station, one of their masked members turned around and fired five 9mm pistol rounds in the direction of the right-wing group, which is about 50 feet behind him. And Proud Boys member uh, Tusitala Tosi was injured in the shooting. So, yeah, it's, don't worry about Antifa. That It's not really a group. It's just a state of mind. Um, there's no such thing as Antifa. Really? Yeah. Isn't that what Biden told us? Uh, Nadler. Nadler, yeah. yeah. Jerry Nadler <laughs> told us that. Pat Gray returns. Welcome. Got some tweets here. Uh, Tyler tweets, I don't miss the days of e-logs and trying to beat the clock to get receivers, finding places to park. Too tall is 10-10 on the side, catch you on the flip-flop, keep the shiny side up, good buddy. <laughs> Old lingo there. From That's you. good. It's not a natural from CB, you. CB, I guess. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm a licking butter, tweets, 
sounds like to be a trucker today, you must be fluent in Jeffy math. Oh, no. So if we put the 18-minute together along with the (laughs) 7-minute together, you got 22 minutes. You sell it with 8 minutes of ads, you got 30 minutes. (laughs) You know... You ever done the math on that? What, yes. What is it actually? Thirty-three or something? Uh, I don't know. Let's listen to it again. Okay, let's do the I math. have. It's it's <laughs> obviously not right. So if we put the eighteen, 18 minutes together along with the seven minute together, you got 25. twenty-two minutes. No, you you sell it with eight minutes of ads. You got thirty. You get thirty-three. Yeah. <laughs> you get thirty-three. I've never taken the time. You to get do thirty-three that. minute. <laughs> From Troy Vicker, I didn't choose to be unvaccinated. I was born this way. Yes. I yes. Like it. I like it. Uh-huh. Bob blah, blah, blah. Sales tax is a flat tax. So why can't income tax be flat, too? No, that's not how progressives work, bro. No, it is not. So what was... Do you remember the 999? Was that nine income, nine national sales, and nine capital gains? Right? I don't know. I just... That might be right. That's all I'm thinking of now. Might be right. (laughs) Thank you for that. (laughs) Uh, God rest his soul. Herman Cain. Oh, that's right. He's gone. We lost him. COVID. Didn't we? Yeah. Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah, let's see. Payroll, capital gains, estate tax. Wait, oh, personal. Say, oh, I was right. Wait, personal income tax. Okay. National sales tax. Yes. And a corporate tax of nine percent. And a corporate. Those okay. were the three. Which would be tremendous. Mm-hmm. Those are all reasonable rates. That's reasonable. Uh, th- what they're talking about now, where people in New York, for instance, wealthy in New York, would pay sixty-two and a half percent of their income. <sighs> Jeez, come on now. That's just, uh, that's immoral. Or as Mr. 50 Cent says, you know, I don't love the people in New York that much. I'm moving to Texas. Did <laughs> 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 I ever tell you this time that it, my mother-in-law was staying in the same hotel as 50 Cent? Yeah. And uh, when she said, have you guys ever heard of uh, Mr. 50 Cents? Have you heard of him, <laughs> Mr. 50 Cents? He's staying at my hotel. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we've heard of yeah. Mr. 50 Cents. Yeah, we've heard it. We've heard it. It's a fine gentleman. Love you, Donna. <laughs> uh, this is fascinating because I heard the other day that Pfizer is working on a treatment. Okay, so they have the vaccine, the so-called vaccine. It's really not. But but they're, they have the vaccine, and that's going to become the biggest selling drug of all time if it's not already. Now they're working on a uh, therapy. So if you get if you get the if you get the virus, then this is something you take that lessens the symptoms. Well, now we find out that what they're launching is an accelerated phase two three trial uh, for a COVID prophylactic pill designed to ward off COVID in those that ha- that come in contact with it. Interestingly, uh, it is suspiciously similar. People say people in the know. To horse paste. <clears throat> huh. <clears throat> Isn't that interesting? Uh, so Pfizer's drug shares, at least uh, one mechanism of action is ivermectin, an antiparasitic used in humans for decades, which functions as a uh, protease inhibitor against COVID-19, which researchers speculate could be a biophysical basis behind its antiviral e- efficiency. Okay, so now Pfizer's new drug, which some have uh, jokingly dubbed Pfizermectin, is described by the pharmaceutical giant as a potent protease inhibitor. So it's 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 like ivermectin. Yeah. In other words, they're developing their own ivermectin, and they're probably going to charge a fortune for it when you can get ivermectin for two or three bucks. I don't. 
I, I, and we've been ridiculed and mocked and laughed at and told that we're killers and we're stupid and we're morons for even considering taking ivermectin, which is for horse deworming. Huh. Are all these people that are going and getting horse paste <laughs> for COVID-19? <laughs> what morons? Mm-hmm. And now Pfizer has realized, okay, yeah, there is something to this. It's a protease inhibitor. That That's why ivermectin is working, apparently. So they're going to do something just like it. Yeah, pretty fun, right? Yeah, I love it. Pretty awesome. You know, I love it. You had mentioned there um, how they were going to sell this new drug. And I, I mm. thought, you know what? I mean, I mean, you don't need me to tell you that it's a racket. Mm-hmm. The, the pharmaceutical companies that somehow mm-hmm. the, the left has shifted from Big Pharma to Let's Empower Big Pharma for the rest of oh, our they, lives. Apparently, they love it now. Just to, They just, love it. Just to exist as a citizen in good standing. Right. But I was looking at the stock price for Pfizer back in uh, when the pandemic started. They were down at uh, thirty bucks, and now it's not that thirty bucks a share. Thirty bucks a share. It's not that dramatic now, but they uh, are up to forty-three. They were up to forty-eight uh, just a couple weeks ago. Okay, but then I started typing in the other people that made the vaccine. Moderna uh-huh. was twenty-one dollars a share. Okay, in March of twenty twenty. Today, right now, you could buy one share for. $378.91. Holy cow. If you... Mm. How come they've gone up so much more than Pfizer, I wonder? Uh, well, they developed that... that uh, Theirs is the uh, the the mRNA. It's the... Uh, so the is more, Pfizer. Is it really? Yeah, they're both oh, mRNA. Oh. Well, then yeah. I don't know. Um, Johnson & Johnson? Uh, Johnson & Johnson stock. Yeah, hang on. I was so From, I was so stunned by the Moderna one. I just stopped looking. Wow. Johnson I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the fourth one too? AstraZeneca. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So they're at one sixty four today. What were they in March of twenty? Well, they were bottomed out at. Uh, okay, so they're at one nineteen. So they've gone from one nineteen to one sixty four. Okay. And uh, AstraZeneca. Hmm. Wow, Pfizer. I mean, Moderna's jump was right. That's dramatic. Because aren't they the ones that didn't have? They didn't have anything going for them forever. <sighs> yeah. And then this thing happened. Um, I'm sure it was all. Oh, never mind. Uh, let's see here. They've gone from a low of 39 to 59. So yeah, uh, far and They're away. They're all doing well. But far and away, um, Moderna's doing the best. Okay. My gosh. Wow. Uh, student records. Uh, A student recorded a professor ridiculing people who are hesitant about taking the vaccine. This is what's going on in our schools. It's what's going on in our media. Everybody who's just the least bit concerned about this unknown substance we're getting injected with. And it is brand new, so nobody really knows the long-term effects because you can't know them. We haven't been using it long enough. So if you want to discount every single side effect that's reported on the VAERS website, Go ahead. But nobody knows the long-term effect this could have on the human body. Nobody knows. So uh, one day you may really regret. Well, you probably won't because these are douchebags who are doing this. But but you might realize how wrong you really were for mocking all of these people. But here's a uh, teacher doing it, which makes it uh, all the more fun. My grandparents made me a lot of people polio. But you know what got rid of polio? What? 
eradicated it from being a serious problem in this country? A vaccine. Now I know that some, you know, Karen sitting on her toilet doing research on Facebook has tremendous insight on the industry of vaccines. Now I know we should probably listen to Karen more than we listen to the CDC. No, I actually don't agree with that. Oh, thanks, Judy. What am I talking about? Nobody knows. <laughs> Wow, just the arrogance of it. That's amazing. Uh, that's that's uh, amazing. And, and, and you know, how many how many videos do we have that we won't even show you because they're just too disturbing. Um we've got this baby shaking video. Uh after after this baby's mother was made to get the shot in order to receive care, then through her breast milk, the baby uh received a little dose of the vaccine as well. Mm. I, and was shaking uncontrollably now. They're trying to figure out how to stop that for the baby. Yeah, we got the woman who was crying as she talked about her sister dying after getting the shot. No, nobody's died. No, that's not true. Hmm. I wonder why the CDC has the VAERS website then, which shows about 15,000 at last count have died from this. Um, we have the NCAA athlete who told us from a hospital bed that his athletic career is over after getting the shot. A 16-year-old girl who wants to be a kid again, but her brain won't stop flaring up after getting the shot. None of those, though, are from the shot, right? They're just all coincidence. It just happened to happen right after they got the shot. Yeah, and and just to talk about that baby for a second, that was... um... You know, she had the the shot about a month or two before she gave birth, so I don't know that. It, I mean, maybe it travels through breast milk. I assume it does if it if it travels through the placenta. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, it's just heartbreaking to see because uh, here we are. We're nine months out now. We're nine months out from mass distribution of the vaccine, and we're going to start seeing the effects on on babies. Well, they're going to start injecting babies. They're already yep. studying it for infants. Yeah, they want to do this uh, Pfizer by December. Um, and, by, and, yeah. and what is the count nationwide of children? We had this statistic a week or two ago. It was only a few hundred. I mean, it, one is too many, I know. But uh, very few, very few children from 0 to 18 have died from COVID-19. It's incredibly rare. It's like 0.00012%. Yeah, and you know, to just talk about that teacher for a moment, talking about the polio vaccine. Yeah. Um, how many doses do you have to keep going back for a booster every <laughs> six months, eight months? Uh, I only remember the one sugar the cube. One. one. <laughs> I had one sugar cube from it. Yeah. And that was it. And so, if you caught polio, that was pretty debilitating. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's a serious thing. Yeah, and I mentioned um, this before. My brother got polio from the vaccine. So. Right, that's not good. So, I mean, it's not like that was foolproof mm-hmm. either, yeah. because there was a small percentage of people who got it. Like I don't know, maybe less than one percent, uh, because it didn't. You know, it's supposed to be not potent enough to give you. That's the whole point of it. But it happened in some cases. But this this particular vaccine has surpassed all the other vaccines of the last twenty to thirty years combined in these kinds of problems yeah yeah and remember deaths and side effects and we haven't studied the effects 
I mean, seriously. Whereas yeah, long term, we we have no idea. Right, with these other vaccines, like polio, they they actually studied these, mm-hmm. and if you do get COVID, the chances of you dying from it are very slim, and even uh, you you have to have comorbidities, um, uh, in most cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're obese, that's when it really kicks in as well. If you look at the charts, I mean, we've shown them for the last year and a half. We, we've shown the numbers. So you're going to have to assess the risk for yourself if you want the vaccine or not. But I just don't see the point uh, for someone who, A, has had it, and uh, B, like you said, is, is healthy. It was said so eloquently. The whole spiel was said yesterday by that Orlando Magic basketball player. Ah, he was so good. Really, really good. Uh, in Ankeny, Iowa? Ankeny? Is it Ankeny? I don't know. Sure, we're going to go with that. Whatever. Now, Ankeny's going to be I've never heard of Ankeny or Ankeny. Uh, somebody will probably call. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> more than 1,300 parents in that community school district signed a petition threatening to unenroll their kids <laughs> if the district reinstates its mask mandate. Comes after a tension-filled three-hour meeting to gather public input on the matter. and It ended with the district deciding to begin requiring masks again, <laughs> starting today. A paragraph in the online petition reads, uh, Ankeny parents signing this petition are opposed to a mandatory mask policy and willing to unenroll their children for the October 1st enrollment certification if uh, masks are mandated again. I love wow. it. Wow. I love so it. This would apparently cost the district $7,000 per student enrolled or uh, $9.1 million. Nice. It doesn't sound like a gigantic uh, town or school district it's a suburb of des moines okay so nine million dollars probably mean means a lot to them yeah yeah um i'm just trying to see if there's an update if uh if the parents got their way or not but uh i mean that that's how it all boils down to whether we're talking about um the stock price of drug companies or we're talking about um how many federal dollars you get if your kid attends school Mm -hmm. Uh, the bottom line of everything is money Yep, and so uh, use it uh, to your advantage, uh, like in the case of uh, your kids being the uh, cash cow for the district. Exactly. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Uh, if you're going to sell your home, um, maybe you're buying a home, maybe you're doing both because you're going to relocate. Uh, you need a really good realtor. Where do you find them? Well, realestateagentsitrust.com would be a great place. This is Glenn's company, and so he and his team have. I doubt Glenn's probably poured over the statistics of these realtors. To be honest. But his team has fully vetted these these people, these realtors, to find only the best ones in each of the markets uh, that we exist in. And I think there's twelve or fifteen hundred nationwide now, and they all have really good track records and marketing plans. And uh, they they'll get along with you because they're fans of the show, and they're people who know their business. So I mean, you've got a lot going for them. And you want to sell your home quickly and for the most amount of money. And these are the people that can help you do that. Give you all the advice you need uh, to make that happen. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. 888 Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Unrepentant Capitalist tweets. 
Big difference between uh, COVID-19 and polio vaccine. Polio vaccine stopped you from getting polio. Hmm. (laughs) That's a really good point. If you got uh, polio after taking the vaccine, it was actually from the vaccine. But that was incredibly rare. Incredibly rare. Uh, And here we are in the midst of this miracle vaccine that came came around in, in less than a year and uh people still get it well yeah okay you, you could still get the vac you could still get the the virus after you get the vaccine which yeah. which nobody being intellectually honest believes that that was expected when they made this thing that you would still get the virus no they, i mean 95 percent effective jeez that's a i'll go with those odds but we're nowhere near that now we're nowhere near it. Which clinical trials would have been helpful uh-huh. to head something like this disaster yeah. off. Yeah. Well, they did the animal trials. Uh, the animal was human beings. Oh. That, those trials are going on right now. So the animal trial is happening this minute. So we'll let you know how that goes. Well, it's we've told you a few things about Break it to me going. gently. How's it going with the vaccine? Not Pat? great. Not great. Not that great. Huh. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Haven't grown a third tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's doing okay, right? Yeah, he's Jeffy's fine. doing fine. Perfectly fine. Good. Yeah. I mean, how could you tell though? I. That's a good point. <clears throat> it's raining horse whips. Tweets. Any other vaccine program would have been canceled after thirty or fifty deaths, not fifteen thousand reported vax deaths is that we know of. Right. There could be as many as two hundred and fifty thousand in the U.S. alone if you factor in the worst case scenario. That is so true. That's so true. How many people? Do you know how many people died? In the Tylenol scandal in, what, 81? Less than 50, or maybe right around 50 people. They took one of the biggest uh, drugs off the market completely for over a year. Was it two years? Because of 50 people dying. Uh, Fenfen, I think it was 15 or 20 people died from that. They took it off the market. It's never been sold since. So 15,000, and you're not alarmed by that? <laughs> it's amazing. It's really amazing. Uh, Caffeinated Texan tweets, this is why they won't settle for less than 100% compliance, plus frequent boosters. Mm. Money. Money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Todd Curtis, uh, my concern is, why are people that have it pushing others to get the same thing that they obviously have no faith in? <laughs> uh, yeah. And we've seen those, you know, it's the, the, all the people who are arguing with themselves about getting the vaccine and not getting the vaccine. Misery loves company, y'all. Play that girl from the other day. Uh, Do we still have her around? Yeah. She's arguing with herself about Tuesday. She's mad that people aren't getting the vaccine. Please get it because you're killers, you're murderers if you don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think at this point it's just misery loves company, right? Yep. Axis Tech, uh, why is it wrong to take medicine originally made for animals? Aren't the medicines we take tested first on animals? Uh, again, the answer to that is yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Stop using logic, y'all. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's not going to get you anywhere in this day and age. It really isn't. Really not going to get you anywhere. Oh, by the way, quick update. Looks like Britney Spears is going to be out of her conservatorship in November. I'm sorry? That's the latest. Okay, wow, thanks. Uh, her repressive 13-year conservatorship is set to end in November, and her dad's already obviously been booted out. He's uh, he's done. So I oh, thought good. he stepped down. This says a judge just kicked him out. Right. 
but I, I thought he already stepped down. I, I don't know, Pat. I, I feel like I'm the only person in that America don't care about uh, Britney not Spears following this, doesn't care, sees the headlines, mm-hmm. and just moves on with my life. Yeah. I, I care in that it's a very strange story about the freedom of an individual. That is that is It is that aspect I care about. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's a woman who has been for 13 years controlled by other people. How, how does that happen in the United States of America? Oh, wait. The same United States of America where our government is forcing employers to force employees to... Yes. Turn over their yes. bodies to them? Yes. And the same same America that if they find cash on you that they think is a lot of money, they can just take it without charging you with a crime. It's that same America where we're losing all of our freedoms. And that's why we have to, I think that's why we have to talk about these stories. Um, because people have to stand up and say, okay, enough. This has to stop. It has to stop. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know what's weird? Uh, Alex Jones was in our building yesterday. I guess right. Oh, Last night? really? He wasn't up here for at the mic because I would have sat down and talked to him. Would you about his life story? Oh, I gotta hear that story. I think Elijah had him in. Huh? Uh, and so uh, <laughs> I don't know if he cried while he was here. And you know to feel what the children are feeling. Mm-hmm. God Almighty. <laughs> 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 Folks, we gotta we gotta get good people to stand up against good these people. people. I probably shouldn't even have done this radio show today. I already did. Because I have this disgusted cover. Disgusted. I just hate the globalists, but it's more than that. It's more than that. It's and I, got, I just get flippant and angry, but it's because deep down, folks, I can see what they're doing. You and I, I, we have a responsibility mm-hmm. to stop these globalists. Yep, we do. Where are the men in Where? this country? Where, Where are, are the, the men, men in this world? What the <laughs> hell have we become? I need a man. We just offer our children up to the system with the fluoride and the water and the GMO hurting them. Yes, and we let fat perverts, perverts grab them at the airport at the and airport. train them for the pedophile government. Pedophile government. And we've just got such a sick society. <laughs> we do. And it leads me to wonder, where are the men? <laughs> Have they all been killed by fluoride? Every one of them? <laughs> Damn. Damn. What gear are you in? Pat Gray, Unleashed. Uh, you know, inevitably, uh, people ask after I've talked about Alex Jones, why, why aren't you a, why don't you like Alex Jones? You know, he's like, if if not the father of the 9-11 conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. he's certainly the main purveyor of it, mm-hmm. right? You know that, right? That the Bush administration conducted that operation so that they could then go to war with Islam. That That's Alex Jones. A- Alex Jones basically doesn't believe in Islamic terrorism. He thinks it's all from the government. Alex Jones called this building that he was just in last night a CIA branch. <laughs> substation. I mean, substation. 
FBI or CIA or whatever. Uh, and Glenn is a member of the CIA. Yeah, CIA. At, at one, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> at one point, he was saying that Glenn actually did the bidding of Barack Obama. That's right. <laughs> Remember that? I mean, the guy's a nut job. So why don't you like him again? I'm uh, not following. Your, <laughs> you're not following. Do you have no, any okay. data to support? Yeah, your, I do. Uh, I have a ton, a ton of it. Wow, uh, that's good stuff. Yeah. I, so that's just a. Uh, Hopefully that explains it. <laughs> a but, little, uh, little bit. Yeah. But like, for instance, he this. wants to be left standing as the new vestigial leader of what's left of liberty. Think right here. He's talking about Ben Shapiro. Terrence. Terrence. And, you know, I just sat here in the office earlier on air. I said, you know, he brags he's got all these FBI agents that work for him, former FBI, mm -hmm. that, you know, he's got all these people. I've talked mm -hmm. to people that worked there years ago about how they watch everything we do, and they're supposed <laughs> to be us, but then demonize yeah, Nothing could us. be further from the truth. I was told that by... Mm -hmm. Who? By... High-level people. High who? I mean, repeatedly, who? it's not even that big of a deal. I'd be going into Fox Studios to do another show. Yeah. They'd say, Glenn Beck is freaking out, climbing the walls. I guarantee that never, Hold on. never, ha we were there. That never happened. Hold on a second. First of all, I don't know <laughs> when he was ever in the building. Secondly, oh, we yeah. wouldn't have known if he were. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like a 40 story building. I did. We didn't, we, no interest in Alex Jones, except when he goes off and we find some pleasure in mocking it. Quote, he <laughs> said, he said, quote, it's not that big of a deal yet. He spent a segment on it. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh-huh, exactly. You can't come on now. And I'd be like, that's fine. I'm going over to The View and going over to do, uh, you know, CNN. CNN. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but, uh -huh. you know, but Glenn Beck and his, quote, people, his people don't, you know, don't want you in here. They're throwing fits. No. that And, no. you know, they've got pull in the government. Okay, so that's just, I mean, total lies. <laughs> and wait. So just, uh, we got pull in the government. Oh, that's where he was going to go into it. Nah, I just, I into turned the, it off. A government that Obama was president at the yes. time? Oh, dear heavens. Yes, that's where he was going to launch into. They're part of the government. Okay. All righty. Thank you. So that's a little insight for you, if you were wondering. Uh, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Rough Greens uh, is a a delicious supplement. At least my dog thinks it is. I haven't tried it, frankly. I, I'll be honest with you. I have not tried it. But my dog loves this stuff. Would not eat her food unless Rough Greens was on top of it. Which was great, because then it provides the essential vitamins and minerals for the probiotics and the omega oils. It's not interactual dry kibble food, because that's all burned out of it when they sterilize the stuff. So, most dogs love this right out of the, right out of the box. And uh, before you jump in with both feet, you can see if your dog will, too. Because Rough Greens is going to send you a free bag for your dog to try out. Just a small little bag. And if your dog loves it, then great. You can buy the, the bigger bag. And all you have to pay for this time is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F-Greens.com, or call 833-ROUGH-DOG. Pat Ray. Oh, I like this statistic. This is good stuff. Uh, free speech, not exactly uh, beloved by college students. New survey of the top 150 colleges in the U.S. found that nearly 25% of students said it's acceptable to use violence to shut down a controversial speaker. Oh, boy. What? We're done. The number jumps to 50% at several elite women's colleges. 
According to the survey, uh, Claremont McKenna College ranks best for free speech. DePauw University ranks the worst. Uh, I wonder where BYU fit into this. Hmm. That'd be interesting to see. Wait, does it say the name of the study? I can look it up. Uh, it is... Mm, okay. I'll have to look at it. I'll look for it. Yeah, I'll look. Uh, it found that 60, 66% of students said it's acceptable to shout down a speaker to prevent them from speaking on campus... And more than 80% reported censoring their views at their colleges at least some of the time. Not good. Not good. (laughs) Uh, Again, we're losing this generation. We're losing them to constitutional values, to uh, freedom, to capitalism. They're all going the way of, of Marxist oppression right now because that's what they're being taught in school. Also, university established a separate some separate housing for diversity of black and African-American people. Oh, this ends well. Um, wait. Is that for diversity? When you're segregating people, that's for diversity? Hmm, that's interesting because in the 50s, we looked at it a bit differently. A Washington University established a housing program for black students to examine their culture separate from the influence of other races. Kind of a long pause by you on there. Was there a was there a comma like that really stood out for you there? No. Uh-uh. Hmm. No. Okay. All right, well. hmm. <clears throat> Western Washington University transformed the fourth floor of its Alma Clark Glass Hall into a uh, what's called Black Affinity Housing. The program explores and celebrates the diversity of black and African American people and culture with historical and contemporary context. The Alma Clark Glass Hall was chosen for black affinity housing because it was named after the first black student to attend the university. All Western students residing in the program helped foster a warm and vibrant community supporting social, personal, and academic success. But no whiteies allowed, I guess. Or Hispanics, for that matter, or Asians. It's kind of one of those places where those white kids on campus at Arizona State would not be allowed. Oh, I heard somebody, one of your listeners, I haven't verified this, but they said that those chicks got kicked out of, uh, expelled from ASU for that confrontation of those really two young men. I want to see. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, good for them. Let me see here. Uh, Good. Let me see here. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, That's a interest, an interesting update to the story, yeah, if true. Let me uh, okay. yeah, see if uh, you can track that down. Okay, yeah. Meantime, let me tell you about Omega XL. Uh, because if you're in pain and um, you strongly believe that that pain's from inflammation, I mean, usually the area, like my elbow felt hot. You could touch it and it, it felt hot. Yeah. It was just inflamed. I don't know what caused it. Never found out. Uh, I just know, knew that it hurt, and it hampered my movement. And uh, finally took Omega XL. And the Omega XL built up my system. And after a week, it started to relieve the pain. And after two weeks, the pain was gone. And it has not been back. This is backed by 35 years of clinical research. If for most people, it really does work. It's absolutely fantastic. And it's not a drug that you're going to have to rely on a doctor to prescribe, go to the pharmacy to get, or become dependent upon this is all natural, and it comes from the uh, waters around New Zealand, these omega fatty acids. It's just, it's great stuff. Uh, give it a try, and it could be a game changer for you. Omega XL. Go, go to OmegaXL.com right now. Get, when you buy your first bottle, they're going to throw in a second one for free. Omega 
omegaxl.com slash pat. You buy one, you get one free. omegaxl.com slash pat or 800-844-4888. Pat Gray. Uh, Pat, I'm not seeing, uh, I can't confirm that those students were expelled. So if anyone has a story, please send it my way at Keith Malinak on Twitter. Uh, I found the rankings of those free speech on college campuses. Is this one where it says uh, DePaul University yes. has the worst score? Yes. Okay. And it was uh, so. So they rank them uh, on this website, and and they 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 associate like with it like speech code red, you know, speech code warning, all this stuff. Anyway, you had asked about uh, Brigham Young University. Yes. Um, out, of out of 150, 100, right? Well, out of Is 154 okay. colleges and universities, Yes. your favorite school ranks 140, as in not good at all. In fact, it says it's 140? got a 140th? warning rating there. Yeah. Tolerance. Oh, for, my gosh. Yeah. For free speech. Yeah. It's uh, not good. I'm just looking at the breakdown here. <laughs> You know, comfort expressing ideas. Unbelievable. So give me the top. Do you have the top five? The five worst? No, the five. Give me the five best. Let me scroll. Hang on. Because the best was Claremont McKenna. That's number one. Number two is what the? What? University of Chicago? What? For free speech? Oh, come on now. Who's doing this? This is a joke. Is this this April Fool's? Uh, However, number three is Hillsdale. Oh, I believe that. That's the university that takes not a federal cent. Um, so they're tied for second. Then third would be University of New Hampshire, Maine uh, campus. Okay. Wow. Emory University? Oh, Emory. Wow. Florida State. So there might be more than 100. Florida State? There they- might, yeah, because some of these are like tied rankings. So okay. there's probably 160, 100, I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. I'm just. That's really something. But if you go through the top 10, you know, you've got, uh, what I get? Florida State. Let's see. A few more. Purdue. Uh, University of Maryland. Oh, my goodness. Really? Uh, UCLA. This is flawed. University of Arizona and William and Mary round up uh, top ten there. Um, that is a surprising. Yeah, come on. Uh, that's a surprising study. Wow. And, and, uh, okay. Well, huh? Nebraska is ninety-two. So they're like <laughs> middle of the pack. Hey, you know what? We'll strive for middle of the pack in anything these days. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, including football. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, well, But dang. The fact that college kids are thinking, this is where you're supposed to, that is what a college campus is for. Free speech! Right. Yeah. That's correct. Look how it's changed, though. Look how much it's changed. Not fun. I mean, now they're, propo- they're protesting people being able to speak on campus, whereas before, back in the 60s, they weren't allowed to speak and we're protesting that. And now it's just the opposite. Now we don't want people speaking to us. How dare they feel this way? <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable, the change. It's we, really something. It, there is no denying, regardless of your point of view, that we are devolving as a nation. Uh-huh. Yeah. In so many ways. That's absolutely right. Uh, all right. 888 933 Did I do that, Biden? Uh, yeah. The, yeah, we did that Biden want, thing, yeah, right? The the... the, the Pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yes. Yep. That's yeah, me. That's right. Did that. Guilty. Me too. Mm. Me too. I'm. I guess we're murdering people. We're walking around town murdering people, despite the fact that I've tested negative for it many, many times. 
many, many times, and I know I don't have it. I guess I'm still spreading yeah. it because I haven't been vaccinated. See, we're what you would call low-key murderers. Mm-hmm. Like, we just walk around. It comes naturally to us. We don't even realize we're doing it. Yeah. Picking we don't even have off. to think about it. That's, right? how, that's how good we are. Yeah. Assassinating people. You got it. You're quiet and silent or whatever it's called. Yeah. I'm getting uh, some blood work done, uh, I don't know, a few weeks from now. And they're going to find out if I have antibodies there still. So I'll let you know. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah, because it's been almost a year. I mean, When will it be a year? December. December? Yeah. So I think it's in November I get this blood work. whole bunch of stuff. Supposedly, who was it that was just telling us? Somebody in this room, I think, was saying they've, they've determined that the antibodies, if they're natural, last a lot longer. They're yeah. long-lasting. Well, remember the SARS people didn't right. get COVID. And they have was, it from 2009 and 2010. Uh, 2003, there was an outbreak in China, I believe wow. it was, right? Is that right? Yes, and I so, think that's true. So 17, 18 years later, they still, still had protection them. just because it was mm. in that same family um, of viruses. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and, and that's the problem, though is we have to stop having off-air conversations in this room. I know, because then you can never remember. Because we have do asked it on ourselves or off so many times. I know. Was that on? Wait, Corbin, <laughs> do you remember? Was that in here? Wait, was that? So we're going to have to just move out the hallway when we have these conversations off the air. Yes. <laughs> uh, Will Smith, by the way, is opening up and sharing his truth. Oh, yes, I love his truth. That is something. I am beginning to hate that expression so much, I can't begin to tell you. Mm-hmm. Speak your truth. <laughs> Speak his truth. There's no such thing. There's only truth or there's falsehood. It's one or the other. There's nobody's, this is my truth. No, I'm sorry. You're not, you're not entitled to your own little truth. So you're denying my truth? Yes. Yes. There's only truth. It's either true or it's not. It can't be yours. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> can't. I can't. Not when it comes to factual things. But the longtime actor recently sat down with Pulitzer Prize winner and the Route 100 honoree Wesley Lowry for GQ, where he discussed, among many other things, his forthcoming films, uh, King Richard and Emancipation, currently filming in Louisiana, his career trajectory and the forces that inspired and drove him, and his upcoming memoir, too, aptly titled Will. Wait, Will? Yeah, Will. Not my truth? Not Will's truth? Mm Mm-mm. Nope, just plain Will. You're going to read that book cover to cover, am I right? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to try to get an advanced copy uh, Wow. really super you are, soon. I didn't realize you were such a big Will Smith oh, fan. I'm less so now, tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he opened up about uh, several things, including his views on Black Lives Matter and defund the police. He says, so abolish the police defund the police i would love if we would just say defund the bad police okay uh it's almost like i want as black americans for us to change our marketing for the new position we're in so critical race theory just call it truth theory (laughs) no oh no no will william no (laughs) the pendulum is swinging in our direction beautifully and there's a certain humility that will uh, most capitalize on the moment for the future of black Americans without discounting the difficulty and the pain and the emotion. Oh, he's going to have some humility here with the rest of what he has to say? Um, No. Oh. This is a difficult area to discuss, but I feel like the simplicity of Black Lives Matter was perfect. 
Anybody who tries to debate Black Lives Matter looks ridiculous. Wait, where's that humility you uh, were just yeah, no. giving us a heads up on? So we can't debate, now we can't even have a conversation? We, we rapidly um, went from, let's have a conversation to, mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about this with you. Right. Right. Black Lives Matter is perfect. Come on. These, we, uh, uh, are trained Marxists. Hmm. I'm um, sorry, what? We, uh, mm-hmm. are trained Marxists. Um, we, you are uh, what? Are trained Marxists. Huh. We, uh, are trained Marxists. Yeah. Okay. Perfectly so stated, I think, is what yes. the rest of the sentence. They uh, are trained Marxists, Will. Is that perfection to you? What a buffoon. Why does everybody have to ruin it? Seriously, I, I, I did like Will Smith. This pisses me off, though. From a standpoint of getting it done, Black Lives Matter gets it done. <laughs> defund the police doesn't get it done, no matter how good the ideas are. I'm not saying we couldn't defund the police. I'm saying just don't say that, because then uh, people who would help uh, won't. Okay. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, that's great. That's perfect. That's brilliant. That's wonderful. Mm. Don't you love Will Smith now? Isn't that great? Don't you want to run out and see his movies? I mean, he did save humanity. Buy his memoir. He saved humanity, but multiple you know, times, I think. Doesn't give him the right. <clears throat> I yeah. know. Man, he has defeated zombies and aliens. Yeah. Saved society, and then he goes and ruins it by saying, mm-hmm. "Don't, don't debate me on this." Don't you, you look foolish? You look ridiculous if you if you dare oppose Black Lives Matter. But I mean, nonsense. again, do you give a little bit more leeway to somebody who has saved humanity not <laughs> once, but at least twice that we know of? And never mind, you know, the stuff with the government that he did with the little right, little memory stick thingy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the robots he saved us from the robots. Oh my gosh! Remember that the man is a hero. Yeah. You know what? I like Black Lives Matter now. Do you? Yeah, just oh, because okay. I'm not quite there yet. He, but he, he, he good luck me. with that. Uh, meantime, let me tell you about Built Bars. Uh, if you like a good snack throughout the day, but you'd rather not pack on the pounds, this is the way to go. If you are really hungry during the day and you know, you're know you used to eating junk, this is nothing like that because Built Bars have only 180 calories or less. They have 18 grams of protein, up to 18 grams of protein, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 net carbs. So they're actually good for you and they taste delicious. You're going to love the flavors. Double chocolate, salted caramel, coconut, mint brownie, cookies and cream, mm. the new Rocky Road flavor. Mm-hmm. Just, they're great. And yeah. if you can't decide which one you want to get, just get a mixed box where you get a bunch of all of them. Yeah, they sent us uh, <clears throat> the cookie dough. There's a box in here. I love those. And I was in here by myself the other day, uh, yesterday, I guess it was, and Jeffy came in here and goes, hey, do we have any built Bars in here? And you hesitate because you want to no, share the goodness. No, and you want to hide them. But it's Jesse, yeah. and you're like, "Wow, mm-hmm. we had we had some." <laughs> but anyway, they're so good. Oh, go to built.com and find out for yourself. You're gonna love them. Use the promo code Pat15 to save fifteen percent off your first order. Pat15 for fifteen percent off at built.com. <laughs> We got this interesting uh, text uh, tweet, I guess. It was a tweet from Australia. Oh, yeah. An expatriate down under who tweets, Hey, Pat and Keith, uh, whatever is happening in Melbourne, Victoria, don't think that's happening. That's not all of Australia. It's not. I've not seen or heard anything like that in Sydney or elsewhere. 
it's not at all like what you're saying it is. Mm. Well, I mean, I don't know that we're saying... I mean, we are because we're looking at the evidence of the videos that yeah, we Yeah, we're get. showing videos, reading stories, listening I mean, when to the When the cops leaders. are beating people in the streets, showing up at people's homes and interrogating about whether or not they plan to attend a protest, that's pretty bad. And the leaders themselves but, have been telling us what, what they plan on doing and are doing yeah. right now and don't yeah. leave your home, blah, blah, blah. So And... Now we have this story. Sydney residents who are not vaccinated risk being barred from various social activities, even when they're freed from stay-at-home orders in December. So I guess the lockdown is set to end in December, right? Okay, yeah, apparently. But the New South Wales State Premier Gladys... uh, Awesome, Gladys Awesome. Bericillian. Sure says that under a a roadmap to exit lockdown in Australia's biggest city, unvaccinated people are already subject to delays and freedoms that will be gradually granted (laughs) to inoculated residents between October 11th and December 1st. Uh, So what they're saying is there's essentially going to be a separate society for the unvaccinated. Is there a word for that that comes to mind? Um, Mm. I think I remember growing up hearing about South Africa. And Apart from high, you're getting there. No, I think no, I'll, I'll recognize it when you say it. Hmm. It's there. Yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. Sure, a vaccinated <laughs> apartheid is what we're doing right now, and this That's is what ridiculous. we're doing. Yeah. That's what this sounds like. Mm-hmm. She said a lot of businesses have said they will not accept anyone who is unvaccinated. Life for the unvaccinated will be very difficult indefinitely. Oh, jeez. So <clears throat> these people make me want to say bad words. I know. I, I know. I, I know. The two tier system designed to encourage more people to get vaccinated has been criticized for both penalizing vulnerable groups who have not had access to inoculations and for falling short of providing a real incentive for the vaccine hesitant. Mm. Well, you know, I don't know that you can ever get. I mean, if you're really vaccine hesitant, you have your reasons. And maybe there's not anything that can convince you otherwise. And, and and whose business is it anyway? Yeah, right. My gosh, I don't have to tell you anything. No, that's my answer. But don't you want to say no? No. That I mean, I'm done talking. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not going to work. You don't want to help people? <laughs> it's not going to work. Oh, so you're a killer. Mm, yeah, you're a murderer. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you're selfish. Right. Now that, yes. Definitely. Yes. Yes. I'll give you a yes on that. All right. Yeah. We will finish off the week together, uh, and Jeffy will join us to do that uh, tomorrow here on Pack Ray Unleashed.